0: Today on the show, I'm happy to have Greg Colombe. He's the CEO of IBM at the AI Decision Coordination Division, and they're bringing the future of AI to the market. So on the path to AI human collaboration, how are you motivated? What are you looking forward to in the industry right now?
1: I would say that AI is buzzing as it never had been. And that brings a lot of attention, even in the very core of business. And yet I think some of the problem is not yet fully solved. We haven't yet defined precisely how we should leverage this technology compared to human decision-making. And we have not fully realized all its benefits and we can not yet show proof of value and benefit.
0: So how are you making strides
1: to be able to show that proof? I would say that everything happened right before COVID. I already had, I would say, a solid track record AI project delivery in Europe, mostly for leading financial institution, again, in Europe. And at the time I was at, uh, about to leave IBM. I was not finding my purpose in my work of doing AI, because at the time, AI was still at the point where it was just innovation for the sake of innovation. Everything had to be shiny, sophisticated, but it remained, I would say, mostly experiments. So we were developing, AI solutions that were performing, transparent, robust, everything that you could have wanted from an AI system. But in the end, they were not used as much as you wanted, not used how you, were, you would have designed them. And about to leave, my executive director told me, you, you should stay because your greatest asset is your field experience on AI projects, And this went matter. And guess what? <laughs> it did. I stayed. I became his chief of staff on top of my AI project delivery, And among my responsibilities, I had to supervise the top-notch innovation program with IBM Research Unit. And that's where I met Thomas, a guy that had 20 years of uh, IBM behind him, fully dedicated to research. He was a master inventor in human factors, human-computer interactions, and so on. And I told him, about my frustration for a solution not being used and so on. (laughs) And he basically said, well, no worries, we can help you with that. And yeah, COVID stroke. So we haven't been in touch for months, budget had been cut and so on. And a few months after that, he just texted me and said, I think I have to show you something. And he had been conducting an experiment for the whole summer with, I would say, 500 people. And he basically showed that... AI-human collaboration could outperform human decision-making alone and AI alone. And on top of that, he had shown that AI-human collaboration was not something easy because we had not AI biases, but cognitive biases, human biases. And we kept talking and we basically came up to generalize uh, this approach saying, if we can prove that AI-human collaboration is better than AI alone and human alone, in s- under certain conditions, we can probably sh- prove that AI alone could be better than AI human collaboration or human will and vice versa. And we basically invented a method that would define when, how, and why you should be using AI. And eventually being able to measure AI benefits and so on. So that's how we realized at some, some point, well, we might have cracked the AI market. And that was in 2021. So that's that was, I would say, a pivotal moment because after that, IBM decided to invest in, method, in this methodology and that's how we created uh, IBM AI Decision Coordination. So a, a more than 15 people team bringing a new AI product to the market and full-fledged IBM product. Yeah, that's how I turned from being a consultant to a major executive inventor and so on. So now
0: that you've cracked the AI market, have you released the product yet?
1: Yeah. The first version has been um, in December too. We had the chance to work with a very innovative client in Europe that dedicated a lot of time and effort to, I would say, work out the product, how it would actually work in a, I would say, very safe and sound financial institution. We met with actual user innovators, bank clerks, and so on. So. We had this ability to work everything out and that helped us work through the second version that is going to be released in the coming weeks. And we also had to take into account, T right, uh, OpenAI and so on, how we would deal with Gen AI and so on. So we put a lot of thought into that and how we could bring this method, this product to the GenAI bus that still also have to show its AI benefits. So what are the core, some
0: of the core functionalities of the AI product you've built and who's the ideal person to use it at the moment?
1: We've built this product to democratize AI to businesses because we felt like at this point, AI was just a data science stuff that was not talking to business users. You can provide as many AI metrics as you want. A guy that is leading several hundred thousand people in customer care, they do not understand it. What they want is actually AI metrics, sorry, business metrics. And we basically provide this feature where you put your human decisions, you put your AI predictions, you put what is supposed to be the truth. And this product will tell you when to trust AI, when to trust human, when they should collaborate and how much you can expect of your AI in terms of concrete business benefits, how much you will gain in terms of Productivity gains, quality gains, and all that being turned from AI metrics to dollars. AI metrics
0: and turning that into action items, that's the key importance that you're seeing that business
1: users need? Action items, yes. But also, how much you will make out of those AI actions. If I'm telling you, yeah, you will put this AI model in production, and for every dollar that you will be investing in this AI project, you might make 100 dollars out of it and we can split that across different source of gains which is what executives that will put this rare responsibility on the line need to understand and to know when they are taking this ai risk to reap those benefits
0: got it to reap the benefits so as far as the types of businesses that you're looking to connect
1: with now to continue to roll this out who are they we i would say as we are working within ibm we basically target biggest IBM clients, so usually large corporates that wants to bring AI to the next level, that already had started AI project or AI ventures because they have this innovation DNA. That's also one of the greatest legacy from IBM's relationship with those clients, um, and we already, I would say, started with financial services because that's also where I came from, but also because where you actually need warranties that AI will bring uh, the benefits because you have at some point to justify it to regulators. Uh, we also see a great potential in healthcare because uh, again, when you are about to save lives, if you have a mean to save more life with AI uh, instead of your own decision, you go for it because in the end you have, I would say, an oath to Promote health. So, if AI is meant to that, and you have the proof to do that, just go for it. So, that's, I would say some that also the targets that are obvious, but also referring to what I was saying earlier, provide provided me uh, with the purpose to bring I would say social value with AI, and that's what I would say one of the most rewarding stuff that we had the chance to do with this invention.
0: Yeah, it's great that this innovation is bringing that about. So if our listeners wanted to learn more about this with IBM or get in touch, how could they do well?
1: The easiest thing is probably to reach out to me and to my team. I would say everyone that is on LinkedIn with IBM Edition Coordination has a strong I would say footprint in the product, in the clients, in the return of experience, on the case studies, and how big of this product can bring a tremendous value
0: to the organizations. Thank you, Greg, for coming on the show and everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.